This episode of The Table Podcast is brought to you by Southern Fusion Barbecue Sauce. You can pick up some of that spicy Southern sweetness at southernfusionbbq.com. You're listening to The Table Podcast. This is more than just a podcast. It's a place we want to have beneficial, informative, and entertaining conversations, all from a Christian worldview. So thanks for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can join the conversation, too, by emailing us at thetablepodcastsc at gmail.com. The podcast starts in three, two... That's cool. That's cool. Awesome. Well, everybody, welcome back to the table. So glad that uh, everybody's been able to join us. Thank you once again for clicking on the links and listening to this podcast, taking time out of your day. Um, really cool that I get to sit down with some, um, well, legends in the making in Bowling Springs. Um, a really cool, um, and I think from the perspective too that they're Christian business owners. Um, that's that's the thing that's kind of fascinating to me. But I want to welcome uh, Phil and Crystal Shoemaker to the table. So guys, welcome to the table. Um, and just take just a couple seconds and introduce yourself personally. Tell tell a little bit about y'all were telling me about how y'all met and all this other stuff, and it was a pretty interesting story. So yeah. um, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Well, uh, Jimmy, first of all, thank you for reaching out to us to, to do this. This is this is an honor to sit here with you and do this and a first for us. Um, first podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. First podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Okay, this is my question that I always ask y'all. Do y'all listen to any podcast? Every day. As you're, clean, as you're cleaning the car, so the music kind of gets a little... So what what do you listen to? What's your favorite one? Favorite two or three? Uh, true Crime. True uh, Crime. Okay. Dateline, Crime Junkies. Okay. Probably All right, right <laughs> up there, top two. Okay. Phil, what do you listen to? I, I, I'm typically... don't have my AirPods in, but when I do, it's a combination of um yeah I, I listen to pandora i don't know so uh the pandora station is another in the fire so it just okay. plays the christian music there okay. um and then between that and like morgan wallen country things okay. like that so okay all right carry on with the with the personal introduction sorry yeah. I, I just inter- interjected that yep. so, carry so on. uh my name's phil shoemaker this is my wife crystal um we have we have three kids and um yeah so we uh own a local business called legacy auto detail um we've been the business has been full-time since february of 2018 and located here in boiling springs and uh crystal has been with the business this summer will be three years starting the third year starting Starting the third year year. so you've been full-time three years Mm -hmm. crystal what did you what did you come from what did you what were you doing before that I actually have a medical background. I did awesome. um, cardiac and vascular ultrasounds okay. for over 20 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I, when I went, when I was, te- I was just telling them about my hospital stint, but when I went into the hospital, I was septic mm-hmm. or, or almost septic. And so they did a ultrasound on my heart. And so that would have been that's, you. That's, that's what you really, do. Okay. Yep. I was scared out of my mind because they were talking about like if I had build up in my aortic valves and all that. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Enough about me. More about no, y'all. No. Sorry. Carry on. Um, so, uh, started started Le- Legacy Auto Detail in 2018. Yep. Crystal, y'all, you make the jump. How far into that? Summer 2019, so, right? Summer 2019. Okay. Wouldn't that be right? Yep. Well, or was it 2020? <laughs> 
I don't remember. Uh, 19 or 20. Y'all are acting like an old married couple right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, it's just been all – the journey has been quite a whirlwind. Right. But um, – so, yeah, you're just starting the third year. So, uh, if, if February this past – February was was four years. We uh, the business has been full time. Right. Um, that would make that twenty twenty nineteen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sure, whatever. Yeah. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds, sounds great. Good. So yeah. so the story of legacy auto detailing, um, you know, for for most people, and and yes, I know. Uh, the side of the business, the detailing side of the business, I know there's a lot of, no pun intended, details within how you do your business. Absolutely. But what, um, why I wanted to get you guys is that y'all are, y'all are followers of Christ. Y'all, you, y'all are very vocal about your faith through your business. Um, you know, I saw some tattoos on your arm, Phil, and all that. So, yeah. um, and I know y'all are involved at First Baptist Bowling Springs, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, so, is y'all, y'all met... Um, y'all were telling me a little bit about how y'all met, you know, so tell us a little bit about that and then kind of walk us to the point to where, um, that legacy auto detailing goes from, okay, just a side hustle to, okay, we need to start, you know, one of us needs to go full time with this thing. Yeah. Well, as far as, uh, as far as Crystal and I and, and our relationship, um, we met in May of 2003 at, uh, on the beach, St. Petersburg, Florida, um, at uh, at my brother's my brother's wedding. Um, Crystal was living in Tampa, Florida at the time, and it was a, a blindish setup um, for us to meet. And uh, you know, did you did you feel betrayed when y'all realized y'all were set up, or was it were y'all kind of cool with it? Well, we knew kind of going into it. Oh, okay. Um, you know, we knew who each other were, but we had never met. Right. Yeah. Obviously, hence well, the blind date. But um, I, I love the yeah. grin that Phil has on his face right now. Well, right. I, I'll just I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget pulling up to the uh, hotel resort, whatever it was, from I think what was the rehearsal ish dinner um, kind of thing that evening, and Crystal had pulled up to valet to check in, and I was in the car with the, my family and. Um, somebody said, there's Crystal. She's pulled up. And I said, that's my date. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Thank I said, you. all yeah. right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, absolutely. But, um, but anyway, so it, it came kind of decision time through that summer after my brother's wedding, we knew we had a strong connection after we first right. met. Right. And, um, so with Crystal having been a, a travel echo tech, she had some downtime that summer to be able to come up to Spartanburg to to see me kind of through our dating period, right? And um, long story short, we met in May of 2003. Uh, she moved to Spartanburg in August of 2003. I proposed in September, and we were married in March. On the quick movement plan, I see. Yes. yes. Hey, yep. when you so, know, hey, when you know, you know. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. And... Um, uh, Katie was our um, our now seventeen year old was our honeymoon baby. Yeah, and uh, PJ is uh, fifteen. So okay, so y'all really didn't have any time as a newlywed couple to kind of like live life a couple. It was it, y'all didn't waste any time. Well, we were we were an, an, an immediate family too. Crystal, yeah, Crystal had um, a daughter. Okay, um, when when I when we met too, right. so um, we were a family immediately. Awesome, and uh, so. There was, uh, I guess, 
it worked out good. Right. Because, I mean, obviously, my friends, obviously, they were doing their thing mm-hmm. younger. Right. And, you know, they, they've got kids that are, some of them are just starting out. So right. I like to think that we're going to be young empty nesters. Right. Where they're going to be, you know, working through the. <laughs> and, and that, okay. And being, oh gosh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to mention how old, but um, I, I have a milestone birthday coming up. And so it's like thinking about that and you guys are younger than I am. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say that. Yeah. But. I'm kind of jealous of you because I'm raising a one and a half year old right now. Yeah. So, and that joker is everywhere. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> I believe it. Uh, y'all, y'all carry on. Y'all, y'all, y'all are doing your thing, and you've got like the business is growing, and all, like it, it's yeah. a good time to be a shoemaker, right? Eh? It's, it's, it's a journey. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, not but yes, We're super, super blessed. Yeah. Um. So, anyways. Uh, fast forward to more so towards the the business kind of things. Um, uh, Crystal had been in the medical field, as she explained. She's been a um, an echo tech, vascular tech for uh, twenty plus years. Um, I graduated from USC Upstate and immediately jumped into the corporate world. Um, I had. I don't know, it was 12 to 14 years in the corporate world. I right. worked at ScanSource in Greenville mm-hmm. uh, for five years. I was at Cenex Corporation for four years and then cut out the commute to Greenville and came back to Spartanburg mm-hmm. and was at QS1 downtown for four years. Oh, wow. Okay. And so the latter part of my time at QS1, um, I've always enjoyed cleaning up the family vehicle, even as a kid. Right. And so um, to, to kind of supplement our income some, the last two years I was at QS1, I started doing that on the side. Mm-hmm. And um, I say to supplement our income some, but I'm not sure I really made a whole lot of money during that period of time. <laughs> that was always a topic. More of a loss than anything. That right? was always a topic of conversation <laughs> when I'd spend a full Saturday in yeah. the driveway um, and got into spending Sundays too, ultimately to the point where I had to turn down more than what uh, we were able to schedule. And I say me, but Crystal, that's kind of when she earned the title. She'd come out and help me. And I, you know, I always kind of called her the, the queen of interiors. Right. And uh, that kind of thing. Oh, and man. So, I bet y'all can tell some stories about vehicles. nasty, de- detailed, oh. dirty interior stuff. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Oh, gosh. No okay, Carol, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. So, so anyways, at the end of a long Saturday, Crystal would often ask, you know, well, how much how much do you think you made? Are you breaking it down? Are you keeping track of your cost of supplies and you know amount of time? So put she into manages it? the money, is what you're telling me. Well, she kind of she, maybe. <laughs> I think the translation is: so we were both working full time jobs, and our kids were in elementary school. Mm. So it was when are you, more of a when are you coming inside? Is this, is this yeah? Is this yeah. really helping us? Yeah, yeah. But um, you know. I, during that time, I we had no clue how God was working. Right. And um, it, what what we gained most out of that time period that got us to where we are today were the relationships that were being built. Right. Um, with the folks that are still clients of ours today. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so in the business world where, you know, the things that I loved most were the marketing and the business de- development aspect where I considered business development, personal relationship building. Right. And 
that's what I was doing in the driveway. Right. Um, I, I didn't know that I was building a business that later the Lord would take me to, wow. to take us into full time. That's cool. Um, me initially, and then Crystal later, obviously, to, to join the business yeah. and, and you know get us to where we're at and that kind of thing. So, so with, with, with the trials that come with starting a small business, um, how many times did y'all ever have those those kitchen conversations where it's like this is not going to happen this is not going to work i mean making ends meet or was it just kind of a thing with the lord bless from the word go i i would say from the word go um phil's definitely the the outgoing um go-getter mr personality of the family and i'm more of the quieter quieter introvert behind the scenes behind the scenes um and he just kept talking about detailing and um you know potentially having a business one day and i finally just said listen um you know we're blessed that we can make it off of one income um you'll never know if you don't try i said you won't you won't regret if you if it fails, but I think you'll regret not ever knowing. Mm. Yeah, so. yeah that's true. Um, she and and she's more of the the risk taker. I think mm-hmm. I, it was it was harder for me, despite how she just described us. It was harder for me to take the leap. Right. Um, it was hard for me. I, I feared leaving what I viewed as comfortable. Right. Um, and and knowing what I was going to get paid every two weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know the the benefits aspect, things right. like that. Um, uh, that that was scary to me. And. Um, you know, there was an avenue in which we were provided through some great friends of ours uh, to work out of the space that we currently do right. that was, was in the process when it was kind of that decision time mm-hmm. um, that I honestly, the initial the initial time where the, the offer was there, um, I left him hanging on an answer wow. because of that fear. Yeah. And uh, I actually had to circle back with him and say, you know... I'm ready. I feel like this is the Lord's calling. Yeah. Um, and here's, and I feel like the opportunity you're providing is part of that right. um, way that He's working through this. Right. And um, and and it's no secret. It's part of our story. Um, some some incredible friends of ours own a local business that many are familiar with, yep. uh, Revelation Towing. Yep. Uh, Jeff and Michelle Jolly. And um, We've uh, we, we've had the pleasure of working out of the space that we do, which mm-hmm. prior to us occupying the space was Michelle's. Bull, yeah, it was a Bowling Springs landmark. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a staple in the community. Yeah. Michelle's parents, uh, Mike and Carolyn Paris, uh, owned uh, Mike's Cleaners. Yep, <laughs> and that's where we took our dry cleaning before you know. Every every time that I've interacted with you there at the at the place, it's been like, oh, okay, this is where. And what's cool is y'all still have the light pole. Yeah. In in the in the, the office area. is that the <laughs> office area or whatever? Is that yeah. like a common area or what? Yep. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, it was a it was a local landmark. So yeah. um, no it's it's cool to look at how you guys started and progressed, um, and and so to talk a little bit about um, you made the jump. Finally, and so was it. Was it just a manpower need that y'all y'all just said, "Hey, um, to bring your wife on full time," or was it because uh, was it just you at the time, or had you added other people in with Legacy working? Well, pri- prior to Crystal joining the business, um, 
prior to that, I only had seasonal help. Mm-hmm. Um, and this summer is actually this young guy's fourth summer working with us. Right. Um, so he's he's really kind of our OG guy. Um, and he's a rising sophomore at Clemson University now. Yeah. So you back that up four years. Um, I had seen his – I had been very active with the youth at Bowling Springs mm-hmm. uh, First Baptist and had we had gone on a trip mission trip to guatemala okay and uh, nick was on that trip i saw his work ethic on the mission trip work site and everything else and um i I talked to him about coming to work with us uh, work with me when we got back and so he uh he's been with with us every summer since this is his fourth summer like i said but thereafter um as far as a need business was growing that kind of thing and it was a lot for me to to do on my own mm-hmm. and um so there's kind of more to the story with crystal kind of leaving her her field and mm-hmm. joining the business and really honestly how the lord brought her into it and i don't know if you want to elaborate uh from that standpoint um so i also struggle with um anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and um you know sometimes just having a high stress job can you know, amp things up even more um, when you already, you know, struggle. Um, Mm -hmm. And after 20 years, you know, there was also um, not just working, you know, Monday through Friday, but it was, um, you know, weekends, holidays, um, being on call and, you know, getting up in the middle of the night and going Mm -hmm. back and forth between the hospital and home. And um, I was just, I was worn down. I was, um, you know, not really the person that I, that I was, um, had used to be or, or needed to be. Right. Um, so I just told Phil, I said, it's it's time for a break. Yeah. She she was at a point, right. quite honestly, I don't think she'll mind me sharing, but she, she was at a point where she was either at work or she was home in her scrubs in the corner of the couch waiting for the phone to go off mm. to return to work. And that constant and, tension. And mm-hmm. Constant was, tension. Yeah. And it was kind of breeding that anxiety mm. within her. And um, uh, plus being a mom, plus yeah. on top everything of all of else. it, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, anyways, um, I, I said it kind of worked out. Just it, it just kind of started flowing. Um, I think the very first time was a Friday prior to PJ, our son, and I preparing to go to um, our father-son weekend yeah. trip that we do in the fall. And I asked her if she would come along with me to help knock that out a little bit quicker um, so that PJ and I could hit the road for that father-son weekend. Right. And um, and it just kind of started, she just, I'd say, hey, if you want to come with me today, come on. Yeah. And it just started kind of flowing. Did it, did it help you feel alive in those moments, like kind of a little bit different out of the, I don't want to say mundane rut, but the groove that you had gotten in? Did those moments, Crystal, help you? Like, did it bring some excitement back into your life of even though it was doing interiors or detailing cars? <laughs> um, I always, I always kind of give Phil a hard time. I always say I, I love being with him and I love what we do, um, but this is definitely his dream. Um, I, I tend to say that more on you know the hundred degree temperature days. <laughs> and you're on top of an RV, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. But no, I I enjoy being with him every day. I enjoy. Um, you know, just having flexibility and, you know, being with my family more. It's, right. um, it's great. But, but don't let her kid you. Right. Around the shop, there is nothing 
that she doesn't do, whether right. it's not just the interiors, which can be some of the hardest part of the work, but the polishing paint, um, the ceramic coating, you know, you'll see her on the, uh, Kyle that works with us, one of our team members, it floored him when she got on the creeper and was up underneath a truck, you know, right. cleaning the inside of the rims and ceramic coating them and that right. kind of thing. So uh, I, I often say that if folks are shopping a detail shop and mm-hmm. they don't see a female's touch inside that shop, then it yeah. may not be as detailed yeah. as the name uh, puts out. Right, so. right. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and that's cool because I, I think – also, what I love about y'all's story is that it's not a just somebody handed it to you story. Yeah. Um, y'all, y'all took risk. Um, you took risk. You know, both of you did, and y'all have worked at it. Yeah. So when Phil, when y'all said, "Okay, this is this is where we're starting," I'm putting my two weeks in at QS One. Yeah. Um, how many cars were you doing it, or, or vehicles, motorhomes, whatever? How many clients did you have at that moment? Compare, and, and then also now, how many? And of course, I don't want to, you know, proprietary. I don't want to yeah, get yeah, into no, personal good. proprietary numbers or whatever. If it, if you don't want to tell that, but um, how big has the business grown from from that point to this point? Yeah, when it was when it was a side hustle, um, we would probably do. Um, and it was no, nowhere near to the level of service that we provide today. Um, but uh, anywhere from two to four vehicles in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were really, really basic details t- compared to what we do today. Um, today, on a monthly basis, um, we probably do, let's see, you know, 50 or more in a month ish, you know, depends on, depends on the level of service. A lot of people, yeah. one of the most frequently questions, uh, we, we get asked is how many cars do y'all run through a day? And I always kind of preface with, well, we don't run through them and sometimes yeah. not even one in a day, right. uh, given the level of detail that right. it's receiving. Right. Depending and, on how dirty the car is too. <laughs> right. And you know, is it, uh, is it, um, you know, a full ceramic coating? Are we doing wheels off service? Are we coating the wheels, trim, paint, glass, yeah. uh, leather interior, um, to the level of, of things that we're doing today. And, it, and it's almost um, a statement of like, if you're looking for a quick, quick clean wash or, you know, whatever. Right either wash it yourself or take it to a local car wash or whatever right we we kind of you know we we do some restorative care and you know right of detail I mean, right that's right detail yeah our, <laughs> that's our, what it's called that's right yeah our business model is one around we like to provide a a full service detail if it's mm-hmm. a new client and then talk about routinely maintaining it. Right. Um, whether that's us routinely maintaining it or how they're going to right. and how we can help educate them to as far as best practices and even equipping them with the proper tools and supplies. Are you are you thinking about venturing out into the educational like doing a course well, or or is that is that running into well if I hand you know give away some of my trade secrets yeah then I may lose this client or or where y'all land on that? Well, that's something I've well, I'd like to think we don't really have secrets. I mean, we, you know, like Phil said, it's just more more than happy to educate right. and yeah. and help people. I mean, honestly, nowadays vehicles are. I mean, personally, I feel like vehicles are a major investment. Right. Yes. Um, Especially trucks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Um, um, so, you know, we're 
I mean, I still get excited when I see, especially brand new vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's fun, but it's you know it's an investment. So we you know we're happy for them, and you know we want them to be able to take care of it and protect it. And yeah. as far as you know the training aspect, um, I'm a firm believer that there are plenty of cars on the road, especially mm-hmm. as as rapidly as our area is growing. That uh, it's an understatement, if, Phil. If, yeah, <laughs> that if you know that if you put out a quality product, yeah, um, there there is. There is plenty of cars for multiple detailing businesses to be successful. Yeah. And, and with that, um, we've had some young guys reach out to us with interest in wanting to learn from us. Wow. And want to take on things like polishing paint, paint correction, right. um, and, and learn from us. Right. And so I, I think that's an honor that somebody would be re- willing to reach out to us to, to learn from right. um the success that I imagine they see yeah. uh, from Legacy Auto Detail within the community, yeah. and so it's an opportunity too to to pour into another individual, right? right. And to build tell, a relationship, build a relationship, yeah. And tell them, you know, about our story, and uh, hopefully help them understand too that, you know, learn why they want to get into it, learn right. about them, right. learn about their story, right. And. Um, you know, but it's there's cool conversations to be had over polishing, and uh, that kind of thing, and 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 within our shop and the guys that we're blessed to have with us now, right. um, there are so many um, really faith-based applications or yeah. um, what do you call analogies yeah. that you can translate into. Right. I mean. When we get a 50-50 shot when we're polishing paint, whether it's a paint enhancement or a paint correction, and we tape off a section on right. some hammered paint, and we yeah. polish this, and we gather around, and you know right. we're figuring out the pad polish combo that's going right. to be the best result there. He just flips like into and, the lingo and everything. I'm sure. And we peel that tape back, and we yeah. see it, and we're all, you know, uh, the guys, I love it when I yeah. see them excited about yeah. what we're doing. Um, and... You know, Kaylock, one of the guys that works for us too, and there's stories about each of the guys and how the Lord brought uh, right. them to be a part of our business. Wow! And um, there's 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 that analogy of death to life there, mm-hmm. and bringing restoration back to that pain. Yeah. And I there's have... just so much, um, so much to that right. that's deeper than just correcting pain. And and Phil, you're you're making a great point here. In in the Great Commission, yeah. you know, when when Christ gives the Great Commission in, in Matthew twenty eight, but then also in Acts one eight or Acts chapter one, the the go and tell right there is is an emphasis, and I've said it before in my podcast, but it's it's not just a hey, walking out and into the to the world shouting it or whatever. It's a as you are going, meaning as you are living and doing your life you are proclaiming of the goodness of Christ yeah. and what he's done for you. And that's exactly what you're using your business, you know, like you're using your business, not just you emphasize relationships a while ago and those relationships is not just about the detailing of the car, right? It's about the relationship. If you have the relationship with the person, um, they'll bring their car back to you time and time and time and time again for you to take care of it. And they'll tell people about you. And they'll tell people about you. Yeah. And and they're advertising and all that. And y'all have, you know, recently, y'all I, y'all have recently redid your logo and all that other stuff. Like, um, I did a lot of research on you guys. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't like, like, <laughs> no, no, I don't like it. That's preparing. But like, yeah. um, it, it, 
that's the thing that that I think a lot of times, and you used the word a while ago, um, the phrase "the Lord's calling," and I find it I find it quite funny because people, you're the second guy I've talked to this week. I, I interviewed, and he'll actually be the podcast before you guys. So, um, but it's one of my buddies from college. He he started his own media company just off of having a handheld JVC and some some prehistoric uh, video editing software on his computer. Yeah. And he's now grown to where he does large clients. He Proverbs 31 Ministries. Yeah. There was for a time in pro, uh, probably during over the pandemic for about four years, every video, every social media, every graphic, it was done, it was processed through his, his media agency. Hmm. That's huge. Yeah from a little bitty JVC camera. So the Lord's calling. Um, a lot of times people think about, oh, well, the Lord's calling. The Lord's calling me to something. I'm either a missionary or I'm going to work for a church somewhere. Um, not not a businessman that, that's, that loves cleaning cars. That's yeah. kind of crazy to think that, yeah. that the Lord, well, and now it's the Lord's, you know, it, yes, it is his dream, but but y'all both been brought into this calling, and y'all y'all's business is growing. Um, like it's crazy to think. So, um, to a person, to a kid that that may have a talent or whatever, you know, may not be auto detailing or whatever. Um, how about how about this? Rather than that, if you could go back. To Phil sitting in his, I'm assuming you had a cubicle at QS1. Maybe oh, you had an office. Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, it, it was like the office. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, show, had, you yeah. had a cubicle you had, city. You had a cubicle and you're sitting here toiling over this idea. Mm-hmm. And and you, if you could show that Phil a little glimpse of 2022, June 2022, um, what? how would that Phil react to this Phil? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he he probably would have made the leap a little quicker. He probably would have listened to his wife's encouragement a little more intently. I probably would have listened to the Lord's pulling the strings right. a little more intently. Right. Um, and not been a not not have doubted. You right. know what I mean. Um, I I would have listened more to you know some of those friends I've already mentioned mm-hmm. and their um belief in me and us uh and their encouragement wow um and uh you know i always struggled with the confines of the cubicle Mm -hmm. i always welcomed an opportunity to venture outside of it if i could if i could walk to somebody's cubicle to talk to them face to face instead of making a phone call i would do it um if there was an opportunity to travel to a trade show and be work in the booth you know, representing right. the business, I was eager to do it. Right. Um, that kind of thing. I, I've always been a people person um, from from that standpoint. So, right. yeah. And, and Crystal, the, the encouraging thing too is that um, I I I consider myself privileged for you to even open up like you have to to share your struggles with anxiety and depression um, because I've been down that road too. And I think a lot more people have been down that road and are afraid to talk about it. Um, 
And it's important for people to hear stories like, hey, yeah, Phil, Phil's the, the guy that, that did, but behind every good man, there's an even better woman. I, I will, I will <laughs> yeah. attest to that. Yeah. Um, and because my wife is, is the same, like, she's the one that reels me in. She's the one that tells me to calm down. She's the one that, you know, all these other things. But um, I think it's cool that, that in a way that this business too is is helping you has helped you get out of I, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth by no means but would you say that that making that jump has helped you be in a better state better place mentally mental health and all with your anxiety and depression um definitely i mean there's um you know there's always going to be times where you know it'll come up and you have you know you have good days and bad days but i'm i'm definitely um definitely much better um and and i don't you know you're right there is um you know mental health there can be some stigma that comes with it right um but it's part of my story and that's who i am right um you know it doesn't doesn't make me who i am but it's just doesn't make you less of a person either right right. it's just part of my story yeah um so i you know i kind of feel like um you know, I have had issues and, and, you know, opportunities like this to speak about it. Um, you know, I used to potentially kind of shy away from talking about it right. because of the stigma. But now I realize, you know, it is what it is. And, um, you know, somebody else can, can hear my story and, you mm-hmm. know, maybe help them or, you know, maybe feel a little less alone or, hey, you know, maybe I'm, I'm not the only one struggling out there right. today. You know, there are right. other people. So Right. And, and one of the things... You know, when I went through my bout was was one of the biggest things was my doctor looked at me and said, hey, one of the biggest things that's going to help you is that you get up and out mm-hmm. and, and do something um, and, and keep going and find something to do. Find a, a preoccupation, teach yourself a hobby, teach you. Yeah. And so the running joke is I shared my testimony on another podcast, but I taught myself how to roast coffee. Mm-hmm. At the time that I was walking through it, I was unemployed. It injured my back. I was depressed, lost my grandfather. Um, and, and this was after losing my mom and dad and all this other stuff. And so I was, I was in a bad spot. And I was, I was taking my antidepressants but also pain medication because of my back injury. And that was leaving me in a very bad place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my doctor looked at me and said, hey, learn a trade. And yeah. so I taught myself how to roast coffee. And that's the... Um, and even to this day at Christmas time, as kind of, because that Christmas I was on unemployment and that's the only thing I could do right. is give that coffee. And so um, that's that's a big encouragement because I can, you know, once again, not trying to put words in your mouth. Um, but would you say working with your husband in this business has helped you put you in a better state through oh, that? Definitely. He's um, definitely provides me a lot of comfort. Um, you know, I just... I enjoy being around them. You know, we, we do have people say or ask us, you know, from time to time. How do y'all do it? How do y'all do it? How me, do y'all work together? Me and my spouse, husband, wife, whatever, we'd never be able to do that. You yeah. Know, so we hear that often, but. How I, do y'all do it? We're just, we're so different. <laughs> I right. think it, it just works. Well, as, as I'm sure you can already tell, even if you're listening, our, our personalities are pretty opposite. Um, you know, walking in here, you right. asked about her introverted level, and yeah. it's on the extreme opposite scale as yeah. my extroverted level. Right. And uh, so we balance each other really right. well. Um, 
you know, through the workday sometimes too, just like in life, there's times we stay in our own lane too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so we have, um, you know, Crystal should wear a t-shirt sometimes where we ha- she has a saying around the shop where she says, worry about yourself. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, the guys give her a hard time about that or they'll, they'll say it before it, the words come out of her mouth. So mm-hmm. we always have some good laughs about that. And one thing's for sure, if you can't uh, handle, you know, we, we give each other a hard time all the time. Uh, in the shop shop mm-hmm. world, but uh, we have a great time doing it, right? Yeah. And uh, one of the things, one of the things the guys love about the shop too, and this is kind of a rabbit trail from what no. you said, but uh, uh, one of the guys that works for us that uh, retired from the postal service, um, he he's told us numerous times that uh, he's thankful that he didn't end his working career at the end of the time working at the post office right, that right. Uh, he was really thankful that being a part of this has, has meant a lot to him mm-hmm. and he said he feels like what he likes most about it is that our shop life is a judgment-free zone wow and That's so cool. the, the things that we're able to talk about together and right. even hold each other accountable about mm-hmm. in real life stuff yeah. and real life stuff that we've experienced together too mm-hmm. you know we're a family we truly are a family yeah. and trying to build a culture like that within a business um, as we continue to grow is a goal of ours to to continue that right. um so, but anyways, um, no, I mean, you make a good point because yeah. the people, the people that y'all work with, because y'all are um, thinking about the environments that y'all detail in, um, you can, it can be hundred degree weather. Yeah. Right. You can be sweating your tail off. Um, and when you add fatigue and maybe a little bit of dehydration, maybe a little bit of sunburn, maybe a little bit of, hey, I've been you know, vacuuming or, or, or cleaning out this car for the past six hours and I'm just ready to be out of the back of this whatever car it is. People can get a little testy. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just gonna go out on a limb. And it's probably good that there is a family environment where it's like, you know my boundaries, and if I get a little snippy with you, we ain't gonna take it too personally. But but also, you know, you I'm just gonna... worry about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Very very true. There they uh, are. There it is. Yeah. So it's cool to see that man, and it's cool once again too. And I'm big pro mom and pop stuff. Yeah. You know, not calling y'all old or anything like that, but but I'm super pro mom and pop, just like local business. Um, and even on the other side of the spectrum, the the speedy wash places. I'm not sure about one. That I'm, but I do know that one that's closer to 85 is is a family-owned business, mm-hmm. and and I'm even more pro those guys too because they're local business owners, right. and the thing that that is is cool is that there is a clear difference. Both of y'all offer exceptional products, mm-hmm. but it's two different things, yeah, two right. completely different things. Yeah. Um, if I'm wanting to love on my wife and treat my wife and 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 make sure her car is taken care of, I'm gonna bring my car to you. Yeah. If it's a quick wash to get the pollen off, I'm, I'm, that's probably not the best idea, you yeah. know. And and we we refer, you know, from that standpoint too. So when when folks pull up and want a quote and. Yeah. Uh, you know, in conversation, you can usually tell pretty quick that we may not be for them. And right. that's, that's Absolutely. okay. Because because you, you give them the quote and it's going to be a little bit more expensive. And they're like, oh, you don't know $19, man, I want me a quick walk. You yeah. know, that, yeah. that's a, how many, ta- how yeah, many like, times have y'all got that? Plenty of times. Plenty of times. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Crystal, I, I'm going to, you may laugh when I ask you this, but I'm, I'm not going to ask Phil this. Okay. Tell me about the Bronco. 
<laughs> the story behind okay, the story behind the Bronco, because I've got another question to ask Phil here in a minute. But so how how Crystal yes. Crystal yes. how did how did the Bronco? Uh, tell me the whole story behind the Bronco that that Phil has. How many years has it been? I believe ten. Ten. Okay. You've had it for ten. Ten years. Yes. Well, he hasn't had it for ten years. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so it's we, in her name. It's her Bronco. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but that's part of the story. That's okay. part of the story. Uh, so we were driving. I don't know. We were out one evening and passed. Uh, Going to Kinko's downtown. Past Vic, Vic Bailey Ford. And uh, there was a red Bronco that they had parked sitting on the corner. And I had actually never heard Phil talk about Broncos before, but he just got so excited. He's like, oh, man, look at that. And um, of course, me being more of the risk taker, you know, like you said, I said, well, go back and look at it. You know what? Yeah. You know? What do you got to lose? Yeah, just go look at it. Uh, so he turns around. Of course, it's nighttime. Um, you know, nobody's there. Uh, but we still turn around and look at it. I think I was sitting in the car with the kids, and, you know, he's walking around, peeking in the windows, and he comes back, and he's like, oh, this is great, you know. And I don't know if it was – I don't know if I told him to, you know, call the next morning, or I think maybe he was already on top of it himself. Uh, but that was when he was working at ScanSource in Greenville, so he was, you know, obviously technically out of town. You know, it's not like he could just come yeah. check it out on his lunch break. Yeah. And I was working out of the hospital. So I actually left around lunchtime. Um, well, I'll back up. So when we got home the night that he looked at it, he went online to look at the specs and stuff. And and the, the online price was actually a little cheaper than, than the, the sticker price on the window. So the deal got better. So the deal got better. <laughs> oh, By about $3,000, <laughs> oh, which was pretty okay. significant. Right, okay. right. So unbeknownst to him, I leave work early. I go to the bank, and then I go to the dealership and purchase the Bronco. And um, Sugar mama. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Phil. Well, you won't believe the deal that we got on it, but right. go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> she got on it. Yes, yes. So, I, you know, I was working with the salesman, and I told him, I said, uh, listen, my husband's, you know, already called up here today. And he's like, you know, he asked, asked his name. And we're like, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's, he's mm. definitely called, um, you know, and Phil had planned to go. Uh, to the dealership is at five o'clock as soon as he got off um, work in Greenville. And um, ironically enough, um, I was still at the dealership doing some paperwork and um, Phil called. Um, did you call a dealership or did they call you? They, they called me. Yeah. So we had worked out. Um, the salesman called Phil and said, um, listen, man, you know, I want to save you some time. Uh, there was this nice old lady that came and bought the Broncos nice today. Nice old lady. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and um, Meanwhile, I'm thinking, what does an old lady want to do with this 91 Bronco? And your heart broke, though. Yeah. Just snapped right shattered. I had told so many people at work that day about it, hyped yeah. it up. And was just watching the clock all day. Mm -hmm. So I get home and I have it backed in the uh, the garage. And when he comes home, I just hit the button on the garage and there it is. There's your Bronco. Yeah, Yeah, there it was. So this is the Bronco's been kind of your dream 
car. Yeah, I've I've loved those full size Broncos ever since yeah. high school. Not the small ones. Those small ones are frustrating. No, what are you talking about? What they brought <laughs> the, back? The, the little no no the oh. the mini the Bronco twos. Oh yeah. But yeah. then there's there's also a, there's a there's a small version of the big one now too, like the yeah more the escape size version of it. Yes, it's that's what it seems now, like a Ford now, Escape. That says the the Bronco new Sport. Broncos, the new Broncos are bad. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm like eighties bad, not yeah. not not like bad bad. Yeah yeah, that's right. Phew, I love them, but then I ain't got I can't afford that. But yeah, so you get your drink, you, you pull into the driveway, and so is it kind of this moment where the garage door goes up and you're rolling into the driveway? Yep. So I pulled in the driveway, and she kind of threw me some curveballs about I had no clue she had gotten off work early. She mm-hmm. said she was even gonna. Uh, head to the grocery store maybe on her way home and Mm -hmm. she'd see me at the house you know because I had told her I said you won't believe this the guy from the dealership called he said (laughs) this nice old lady came and bought it and I was just I I didn't understand it I was trying to how did you play poker face Crystal like was it just I just listened to him on the phone and I was like gosh you know I'm really sorry she said maybe we can do something this evening to cheer you up. Go out to eat or something. Maybe yeah. just maybe something. I'm like, you don't understand this. The Bronco is gone because <laughs> it was a it was a one previous owner scenario. Oh my this gosh. old guy had traded it in. Um, the top had never been taken off the back of it. It only had like seventy nine original seventy nine thousand miles original. Are you kidding on it. me? Um, that kind of thing, just wow. immaculate condition. And they had to have given him next to nothing for that thing, given what we got it for. Yeah. what Crystal got it for. Yeah. But, well, and uh, that's why I give him a hard, you know, from time yeah. to time, I remind him that it is my Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you've never, y'all have never gone back and put your name on the title? No. 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 <laughs> no. It's I just mean, a piece of paper. Now, a, how many people know this, that when, when they see Phil in his Bronco, that that he's actually driving Crystal's Bronco? Not many. So no. this is the tell-all. This is the tell-all right here. Um, what I yeah. thought was cool, though, and, and this kind of plays into the next thing, y'all y'all have not just gotten involved with the community of Bowling Springs, but also the influence of legacy auto detailing within kind of the auto community mm-hmm. that gathers. Um, you use that Bronco kind of as a way to – you use it to promote your business, thus building relationships, and thus people getting to know Phil and Crystal. And when they get to know y'all, they get to know your relationship with Christ and all of that. I mean, it's, it, it plays out to how – Sharing the gospel is supposed to be done. Yeah. Um, so the it kind of leads into the thing of, of I, I just saw a really cool thing that y'all did with your son with the ranger too. Um, and y'all were y'all both in on that with the ranger? One hundred percent. And and he from what I saw with the pictures, he cleaned helped clean the car and he knew nothing. Or am I wrong about this? So, I think you probably saw a picture of him washing it for the first time. Okay. Um, but. Uh, we um, so that the Ranger is actually the same year as the Bronco, oh, which wow. is pretty cool. Um, but uh, the transformation process—how long did we have it at the shop for? Um, so it's a '91 Ranger, a '91 Bronco. We had it two to three months. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a pretty big secret that yeah. we were trying to keep. Normally, we're trying to get him to the shop to help us and work. And y'all were right? trying to keep him away from the right. shop to hide it from right. him. Yeah, during oh that gosh. whole time and. Uh, to, to do the transformation on it, um, right. to surprise him with leading up to his 15th birthday. Yeah. But um, uh, we, we completely transformed that thing. It's amazing how the, the paint, the original paint, can be restored on those older Rangers like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we took it through the transformation process um, 
And then, so PJ and I enjoy going to car shows together, yeah. walking the car shows. He and I really bond over walking, looking at cars, talking about them. He, um, I bet you could pick a car apart that hadn't been cleaned properly. Yeah, it, it ruins you walking a car show. It would be fascinating to walk do. through a car show with you, man. Yeah. Just to kind of just the, right there in the corner of the hood. Oh, you see the hands right there. You see, those, you see those swirls? We could fix that. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, but it's also been an opportunity for him to hear me talk business to people I've met the first time. Right. And, I, you know, number one, try to make a point to introduce that person to my son. Right. Um, but also, he, he gets to hear me talk business mm-hmm. um, in a way with others that um, he can learn from. Right. And, um, you know, he's even shared with me at times before leaving the car show, like, Dad, like, it's just, it really impresses me the way you are eloquent with your words and the way you talk to other people. And I was like, well, son, I really appreciate you telling me that. And I just appreciate that you're listening. Yeah. Um, so that's that's always been big to me. Yeah. Um, from that standpoint, granted, there's other times that he's just like tapping me, like Dad, let's keep yeah. walking, yeah. <laughs> like, like let's keep looking at cars because I am a talker. Yeah, and y'all y'all were kind of when y'all gave him the car, y'all were kind of at one of those meetups too. Yes. And the car was backed in. Y'all had somebody bring the car over there, back it in, and treat it as if it were. It was a centerpiece. It was a focal point at the car show oh, wow. at uh, at Auto Works at their spring uh, night meet car mm-hmm. meetup, and um, he and his buddies were walking around and they mm-hmm. they passed the Ranger numerous times. And there's there's pictures of him literally standing in front of the truck. I mean that's that's how much of a transformation it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, just literally standing in front of it and had no clue that yeah. that was the same truck. And, and now the pictures that when y'all were purchasing it or looking at it or something, he was sitting in the truck. Well, he and yeah. I originally test drove it in January. Okay. And long story short, it's crazy how it all worked out. But the gentleman that we ended up purchasing it from had sold it. And so that's all he knew was that we missed out on it. Yeah. And um, we had walked from it at the time we test drove it. Mm-hmm. We walked, the guy sold it, and the guy actually ended up buying it back from the guy he had sold it to for whatever reason. I think the guy that bought it originally uh, needed the money. Mm-hmm. So he contacted the guy back and said, will you buy it back, you know, yeah. kind of scenario. And then he I thought, con- I, I thought it was that same old lady buying, yeah. <laughs> buying the this Ranger. Nice lady. <laughs> this nice old lady buying a Ranger again. Yeah. No. <laughs> to, go with, to go with her Bronco. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, all he knew was that uh, was that we missed out. It had it had yeah. been sold, and uh, so, anyways, at the night of the the surprise, Crystal had put together a photo album that was under the windshield wiper that we brought him back to to do the reveal. Right, and it was a photo album of the transformation. Oh, that's cool. Um, as we documented it that's through cool. the whole process, um, you know, new headliner in it, you know, full seat removal on the interior, detailing it, uh, new wheels and tires. Um, was it nasty? Ceramic coating the wheels. The interior was pretty nasty. Yeah. Window yeah. tint. Window tent, okay. the windows. And you put some five-spoke wheels on it, too. Yep. It's so, a little sharp little truck. Yeah. yeah. Put the American Racing wheels on it and uh, street tires, um, and then eventually lowered the back to level level the truck out, okay. give it kind of that mini truck vibe. Yeah. Um, and uh, that kind of thing. And then the very last picture in the photo album was the picture of he and I we took in it when we test drove it. Oh. And uh, he said, 
I knew that this was the truck, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, you didn't. You had yeah. no clue. You had no clue. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll say this, PJ, if you ever sell this truck, I will hunt you down and beat you, son. <laughs> um, because this is, I don't, it sounds like I don't think you'll ever will. Like yeah. this is, this is something that would, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm, I'm never getting rid of. Yeah. Um, so y'all were kind of, and y'all, you know, you can tell me, hey, we don't want to talk about this, but y'all were kind of talking about some growing pains that you guys are having. Um, so where does legacy legacy auto detailing go to from here? Where's, um, do y'all, you know, there are some future plans. Do y'all want to share those plans or do y'all kind of want to hold back on them? Um, well, I think a lot of people know, again, me being the risk taker um, and with the current housing market, I went to Phil and I said, I think we should sell our house, um, which for Phil is a, a huge deal. Um, you know, he's, he's definitely a home guy, homebody. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to that comfort zone. Yeah. Comfort zone. Whereas, well, that's where y'all built a family, too. Right, yeah. right. Whereas my dad was in the military, so I moved every two to three years, so I don't get super attached to things um or places it's funny because my wife was a missionary kid and she every two or three years she was moving because her parents worked for the international mission board right. same kind of mind like mindset of like eh, it's just a house and i'm like no this is the house. i live in the house right now that i grew up in wow. so it's like wow. yeah so yeah, yeah i know exactly what you're talking about so i said listen i don't know uh, we, sh- we should at least just see what the house is worth and, and consider selling it because I don't know when we'll ever in our lifetimes have an opportunity, um, you know, to profit and um, have this type of money that we could um, better position ourselves, right. put towards the business um, right. to grow, to purchase a building, um, you know, to get into a bigger space. Right. Yeah. So, so we did. We did. And, you know, with the crazy housing market as, as it is, you know, the house was listed that Friday. We accepted an offer that Sunday. Wow! Um, and um, and just just and no different than the whole journey. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's been struggles and uh, what's felt like roadblocks and barriers mm-hmm. that have you know made us stronger through the process. And uh, despite all that, those roadblocks, those stumbling steps, whatever you want to call them. Um, those those have those have built us up those have been beneficial those have been growing times because that forces you to kind of lean back mm-hmm. on on Jesus during those times mm-hmm. and um those are the times he gives us those those reminders of like i i wish we had some advice to kind of journal through the journey mm-hmm. and uh that's not something i've i've done mm-hmm. um reg- regrettably and of course you know we could start that at any time yeah um but at the same time, the Lord's kind of given those reminders to me. He said, "Hey, remember when you were here, yeah. and I got you here, right. you know, kind of thing. You were there, you know, and here's where you are. You remember those conversations you had with people in your driveway back yeah. in the side hustle days, um, you know, and just reminders of those steps that you know that His hands are all over it." Yeah. And uh, we, you know, we just want to we want to honor that and uh, and live that out. Um, as much as possible, that it's not about us, it's yeah. about him, this is his business. And uh, we want to be a light to the community, that kind of thing. Right. Um, and with that, so anyway, so we, we sold the house, we, uh, we moved, uh, we're renting temporarily. Right. And um, well, we, we were blessed too, the kids, um, we were really fortunate, the kids completely understood, they were on board. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we had to have a family meeting. Yeah. Um, 
Because they're more kind of like Phil. That's, you know, that was home for them. But yeah. They, um, it's my room. This is, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and y'all, your daughter just graduated high school, too. Or is uh, she? She's entering her senior in, year. Entering right. her senior year. So this is like, okay. She yeah. graduates in December. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but they were yeah. on board um, with with renting for a year or two. Yeah. So anyways, we, we didn't, we anticipated we would move, we would get settled, and then right. we would start focusing on the business move, right? Right. Uh, exploring opportunities for the business, uh, a new business location from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. But um, We thought we'd take a few months off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah from, from looking and settle, right? Right. right. And uh, little did we know, um, we, we received a phone call last week that kind of sparked that an opportunity and actually so, like two weeks after we closed on our house that's wow. right yeah. awesome and so um so anyways we are in the works we're gonna we're staying in the area right uh but uh we're looking at the beginning of august to move to what has been another uh, historical kind of staple in the community at mm-hmm. one time location yeah. that was um, that was once called Morris Motor Company. Okay. Um, and it's it's off of Highway Nine. I'm it's, racking my brain right it's now. Less, it's less than a quarter mile from the uh, landing at Lake Bowen. Okay. Um, so there's actually uh, the building we'll be moving to, and then there's Gotcha Covered Marine, and then there's Carter Steakhouse. Okay. Uh, Carter's yeah. Carter Seafood mm-hmm. Steakhouse. And y'all are going to be on the Bowen Springs side before you cross the bridge at Lake Bowen. Yep, right. it's an Inman address uh, okay. at that point. But um, uh, it's. And, and that was another business, um, like Phil said, Mr. and Ms. Morris had started, um, and they were in business for, for right. decades. Yeah. Um, yeah. Working long, together long as a husband and wife. Right. So. Another family business. Right. That's so, cool. So I, I, I think it's really neat that obviously we were in the. the right. Um, Mike's Cleaners building, you right. know, which was a staple family right. business. And now we're going to be occupying another space that was a staple, a family right. business in the community um, at one time as well. So, you know. It's probably a positive thing, too, because it is, correct me, please, but it has not the land between y'all and the, the tattoo place sold. It is, it yes. yes. And, and so, so that's dust, it. dirt, and that, and not a really good combination right there for what you guys try to do. Absolutely. That's been a, <laughs> that's been a, a prayer that the timing of that, right. you know, how our customers going to receive that, perceive that when they drive right. out to leave it. And there's construction taking place there. We stage right. vehicles next to that property. Yep. And yes, like you said, clouds of red clay, dust, and dirt coming yep. over. Uh, mixed with detailing is not, not a, a good, good thing. combo. No. Not a good thing. That's extra work for you guys. That's right. That's right. So, so. Um, just, you know, I, I guess here's here's my, my big question that I've got for you guys. Um, and I've kind of already asked it, but um, I think, you know, I just want to say this for y'all that, um, you know, seeing y'all, got, y'all both, I say you guys, but guys in the literal, you know, yeah. The group sense. Yeah. Um, y'all really have been a pillar in the community. And I, and, and I was sitting, sitting here thinking, too, you were talking about you haven't journaled, but kind of the running joke from uh, what I've heard, you know, hearsay from a lot of people about Phil is that he's Mr. Social Media. He's You're constantly interacting, doing stuff on social media. So in a, in a roundabout sense, you have kind of journaled your your journey with legacy auto detailing that's very um, true. That's true. and yeah. you could probably go back and get, get catalogs of that stuff too so it's, it's very true. all there it's yeah. all there yeah. um 
Because I, I do feel like I have posted transparent things at times. Oh, absolutely through the, through the journey. For absolutely, sure. and and yeah. as 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 a little jokey as it may may have seemed, like oh yeah, Phil's on social media again. Everybody's, <laughs> you know, Mr. Social Phil Shoemaker. I feel like I'm, I'm. This is a bigger joke than I realize. I don't know, but yeah. Um, but but yeah. Um, here's a dying question that I have, and I know it may be a little shifting of gears. No pun intended. But coolest car you've ever detailed? Oh man. Mm. Um, I would I would say one um, here within the last within the last week I think was a really really cool one yeah um, and and they're on numerous different levels but we we don't get we don't get tons of classic cars in yeah uh, we'd love to get more of them in um, but uh, there's a gentleman last week that uh, we had detailed his wife's BMW probably over a year ago. And he shows up at the shop with his 1970 um, Hearst 442. And uh, um, the thing had, it's fully restored. He's had it since high school. It's garage kept. He puts probably 400 miles a year on this car. This is his baby. Yeah. And um, I asked him if he took it to many car shows. And he said no, because it makes him nervous when people walk around it. Oh, wow. And so I'm like... But you're entrusting us with it. Yeah. And so that meant the world. Yeah. Right? And he left it overnight with us to be able to yeah. do our work, our magic on, um, yeah. for our crew to, to work on. Um, Kyle that works with us, he's got a 1964 Impala. He loves the old cars. Yep. And honestly, it's a challenge um, to get the classic car owners mm-hmm. to get their cars in because those those guys are classic like wash and wax kind of guys yep you talk to them about a ceramic coating and how it you know benefits them prevents the need to never wax your vehicle again and they're like whoa you mean i don't get to wax my vehicle and rub on it that kind of thing it's like well no you get to enjoy it more yeah you know the the routine maintenance much easier all that kind of stuff so anyways that was a really cool one do you have one that stands out to you yes and it's actually not a car um it is a boat that we did Early summer, maybe spring, uh, we actually went to Columbia to do it, Um, and it was one of four in the U.S. It was, was it a 24-foot? No, like 30-something foot sportsman. Sportsman, yeah. Yeah, center Um, console. Beautiful. A builder down in Lexington had us, and it was a referral from Spartanburg. That's crazy. Um, Yep, and... uh, Just a beautiful boat, beautiful color. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and... It was one of those things that uh, I was telling the guys on the way down there when we pulled in. I was just like, no, I'm pretty sure this boat's smaller than one I was comparing it to that we'd done before at the shop. Nope. And we're turning in the entrance of the location we're at, and the, the boat was at their business. And Kyle's like, I can see it from here. I said, yeah. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have since learned, uh, you know, to get a, get a proper size of things, we need to have a, a person stand in front of it. Yeah, when they send a picture of it. Yeah, to, please to, give us, yeah. yeah. Do it better justice. So you, you thought you were dealing with a smaller boat. I mean, did y'all have to go buy more supplies? I mean, did y'all? No, thankfully we over-prepared for it, including yeah. the number of us that we took to do the job, too. Right. So. Uh, I mean, we, it's got to be the right kind of job for us to depart the shop, uh, which we're doing less mobile stuff like that, but for the right job, we will. Right. Um, cause we did a full, uh, full polish on it. We ended up, it's better that we came the way we did too, cause we weren't expecting doing, anticipating to do an interior detail on it, which right. they did request after the t- right. arrival. Right. Uh, but we did a full 
wash, decon, polish, and our marine grade ceramic coating on it. Yeah. So that was a. It was you know our our guys are super flexible. Um, yeah. I feel like we're fortunate in that aspect. So they, you know, gave us a little more time that day so we could you know travel to Columbia and yeah. um, stay later to finish yeah. the job and. And it's you know those kind of trips are fun and memorable and yeah. you know going out to you know, a popular burger joint in Columbia and, mm-hmm. you know, just spending time with each other and making memories. Yeah. And you can make memories and you're working and making a living too. Yeah. Like that's going back to the whole cubicle thing. Like y'all, you're, you're not sitting on the couch and scrubs waiting for the phone call. Yeah. You're not sitting in the cubicle at QS1, not, not saying that QS1 is a bad company and not saying that Spartanburg Regional is horrible to work for, but y'all, it was clear that y'all desired, you know, more and wanted more, and y'all went after it. And y'all, y'all are, um, y'all are achieving and going after what a lot of people never go after in their life, and and they just clock in, clock out. And Phil, I'm I'm in kind of the same vein that you are, man. I I can't sit in an office or a cubicle and answer a phone. My wife, she, she deals with spreadsheets and stuff all day long. And she, I mean, it's not like, you know, brings her absolute joy to deal with spreadsheets, but like, she's fine with that. She's fine with going with the meetings on Microsoft teams and all that other stuff like that. And I'm like, no, get me out of here. (laughs) I want to do something. So, um, well, uh, just kind of, as we wrap this thing up, I want to say this, um, it, if I ever get my 85 square body C10, the first place I'm bringing it is to you. Yeah. Um, and hopefully I will get that 85 square body C10. I've already got it mapped out. I want to. I want a Vortec V8 in it and all this other stuff. And yes, it's a Chevrolet. I'm sorry, you're a Ford dude. Whatever. Oh no, we're equal oh, opportunity. I'm, I'm a suburban girl. So yeah. Chevy's so so good. when? Yeah. So if you're a suburban girl, when's Crystal gonna get Phil's Tahoe or yeah. suburban? <laughs> yeah. That's the That's big the, question. Yeah, well, <laughs> TBD. Um, yeah. Honestly, I love my car now. Right. And one of the main reasons I love it is it's paid for. Yes. Oh, yeah. and that, that Ford Edge outside is paid for as well. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, it's a 2010, but it's I keep it clean and... Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a great vehicle. Gets yeah. you from point A to point B. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's so, it. so do some sh- uh, selfless, uh, shameless self promotion here about Legacy Auto Detail. Um, if somebody, you know, person's looking at it saying, "Well, what can, you know, I mean, I, I go get my car washed down at you know so and so's car wash, or you know, I, I put dial or you know Dawn in my bucket and." Yeah. And get one of them mop. You just rolled your eyes. I love it. <laughs> no, I mean, I, we've we've been there. We've you right. know, washed our car with you know dish soap, and we've right. you know done the not in a long time. I, right, right. Yeah. We have in the yeah, past. Yeah, that's you know, right. We, um, yeah. I mean, there was a time where you know we couldn't rub two pennies together. It was you know yeah. Um, yeah. you did what you had to do to keep things clean and keep things running and. Um, you know, now we're, we're fortunate. So, you know, we, we can definitely understand that um, maybe a detail is not for everybody. Maybe right. it, maybe it's a once a year thing. Maybe mm-hmm. it's right. um, a special treat. I mean, it's, you know, we, we definitely can respect that aspect. Right. Yeah. So, so kind of do a shameless self-promotion here, yeah. just kind of as we wrap things up. So um, how do we get in touch with you? What, what services do you offer? Yep. Um, you know, 
of course you can't talk pricing because there's not a general price for every you know everything sure um, because it depends on how dirty the car is depends on you know all there's a lot of factors go in with pricing I'm that's uh, right because you've detailed one of my cars before so yeah. yep. um, so just kind of give you a spill real quick yeah so we can you know obviously give a you know ballpark pricing but the easiest way to provide we do mostly we do custom quoting um, especially if it's a first-time client, you know, without seeing the vehicle, we can only ask so many questions uh, without gauging everybody's interpretation of a dirty vehicle is very um, <laughs> subjective, right? So, uh, but um, as far as how to get in touch with us, the easiest and quickest way um, is to call or text us. Our business cell um, is 864-381-2999. We also have a business Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We can be reached, you know, inbox either way uh, through those. But as far as the services we provide, we provide a, a pretty wide range of services that it's grown into. Of course, we do vehicles uh, from that standpoint. We offer routine maintenance detailing on numerous different levels. Um, but uh, we full service interior detailing, full steam cleaning on the interior, carpet extraction, leather seat cleaning and conditioning. My crystal personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> and others that she will be training yeah. in the near future. Yeah. That's right. That, uh, that we're gonna need some help here in the near future yeah. too with, with uh, the aspect of our, our new location we're gonna be moving So y'all gonna be hiring some full-time people? We're gonna have a need, absolutely. Okay. We have a need, yep. And uh, so, Outside of that, we um, we really uh, specialize in exterior paint enhancements, which is um, not a full paint correction. But if you're walking around your vehicle after washing it, and you're like, "Man, I sure wish I could get these light scratches and swirls out mm-hmm. uh, that are in in my paint," and would really like for my paint to look its best again and be easier to ru- routinely maintain, that's really where we thrive. And uh, correcting and then maintaining and protecting long term. Um, so from there, we've got numerous different options. From uh, we don't wax as many vehicles anymore because of the way technology has progressed in the detailing world. There's sealants and now ceramic coatings that we did take the the route of getting certified to install. Um, and there is a ceramic has become a very uh, industry buzzword um, from that standpoint. When you drive through car washes or drive by car washes or even walking down the aisle in uh, AutoZone or O'Reilly's or Walmart in the car care aisle and you see ceramic um, there's a very there's a difference in a pro-grade ceramic coating right so it's kind of like the word organic in the produce section that's right a little bit yeah very subjective yeah (laughs) and uh, and then so we also uh, detail boats full full service detail in there we do gel coat restoration on heavily oxidized gel coat uh, we do campers, motorhomes, motorcycles, jet skis. We y'all detail out. the inside of campers too. We do not. We we really <laughs> not typically. Yeah. Okay. No. Like big motorhomes. No. Don't. We have we haven't done any interiors okay. on those. I don't think so. Okay. You know, washing. You know, the most neglected area on those are usually on the roofs. Right. Um, you can wash around all the outside you want to, but if the roof's not clean, it's just going to all run down the sides, right? Right. So, um, but. Obviously, very wide range of services from that standpoint. If they want to stop by Legacy Auto Detailing on uh, on Highway Nine yep. or in Boland Springs, yep. um, uh, or as many folk that are not from Spartanburg, it's Boiling Springs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, where can they find you out on Highway Nine and 
boiling springs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, currently, we are directly across the street from Salsaritas and Rigsby's, um, and then right next door to um, the Revelation Towing Office. Yep. So our actual physical address is 3079. Bowling Springs Highway. Yep. Yeah. If you're coming from 85 and you pass Sonic, you've gone too far. And if yes. you're coming from Bowling Springs, it's right as you go past Sonic. That's mm-hmm. right there on your right. And so that'll be for the next month or so. Next month or so, and then then everybody's moving. That's right. That's right. But we'll have some signage up to direct everybody right. to the to the new location. Man, it's so. it's cool. This is a fascinating like. Thank you guys for sitting down. This has been really cool to kind of cram the story of legacy auto detailing into one hour. I know there's a lot more little side roads we could have gone over. Crystal, thank you for, you know, being open and honest. I know that's probably not the easiest, you know, it's not easy to share. Phil, Absolutely. thank you for for allowing Crystal to share that because I know as, as a husband, when times like that happen in, my, in our wives' lives, we want to protect and be careful, and we don't want people to push in on that too much if it's a if it's a hard hard thing to talk about. So uh, I do want to thank you for allowing her to share that. So um, everybody, this, uh, thank you all so much once again for sitting down here at the table. I want to thank Crystal and Phil Shoemaker. Check them out at Legacy Auto Detail. I will have all of their information listed in the show notes below of this podcast. And uh, be sure to share, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We will see you next week here at the table. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Table. Any information about today's guest will be in the comments section of this episode. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or snide remarks, feel free to email us, thetablepodcastsc at gmail.com. See you next week here at The Table.